Dick Wrangler. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's called you. <laughs> no, I'm not the Dick. Der- I- I'm not the Dick Wrangler. That's what you did in the Navy, right? That's what you did in the Navy. Is the Dick in the Navy? Poop Dick Wrangler. How does everybody make that? Why does everybody do that? In the Navy. Because that's like what people the first thing the that pops seas. in the people's mind. Because one of the village people was a fucking Navy guy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And they did it in the Navy. That was you, right? No. No. It was one of his many, many he, years. He, tr- he hit yeah. on me. I said no. Yeah. I said no is no. After what? The third time? <laughs> after, yeah, after he mit- launched the yeah. missile. Launch the torpedo. Is it so wet? After he torpedoed you in the aft. Wow. Wow, did you just say that? Yeah. Just, that came out too easily. Torpedo in the Sounds app. like you have a special kinky dream you like to go over occasionally. Mm. Just kind of came out yeah. there. Yeah, don't look you know. at my aft. Hey, Taylor. Hey there, Taylor. Hey. Holy crap, why is my voice so high? What the fuck is going on? Audio. I don't know what's going on right now. Holy shit. I can do whatever I want when you're swallowing. Trying to swallow over here. You know what's really good is free-range almonds. 50 ways to go to hell. What? And now it's time for the Metal Fish Podcast. I got a dry socket at SeaWorld. That's what she said. (laughs) I got a decent-sized rock. Metalfodpass.mock Do you want to gargle my hug? What the fuck was that? Hey everyone, welcome to the Metalfish Podcast. I'm your host, Dane, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Chris. What's up? And Code. 6216, baby. What's up? What? Huh? I just wanted you to know what day it was. God damn. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, 6216. Yeah. That, that works. Yeah. So how how are you guys how are you guys doing? I'm 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 here. I'm good. You're here. I'm not frosted flakes good, but frosted flakes good. I'm not frosted flakes good. Oh. No, I'm pretty fucking good. That's uh, good. <clears throat> got to drove a badass fucking truck today. You got to drove it. I got to drove. Yeah, I drove. A, I drove a. I'm trying to put two fucking different sentences together. No, but I drove a brand new uh, Ram truck today, and it was pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. One of those those new uh, what are they called? Rebels. The Rebels. Yeah. The Ram Rebel. The Ram Rebel. Ram that Rebel. Rollin', 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 Rebel. Rollin', 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 Rebel. Is that from something? It's like, no. I think it's like Limp Biscuit, but it's definitely like rollin'. Oh, okay. But they don't what? say Rebel. Yeah, they say something else. Yeah. Yep. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing pretty fucking dandy here, Dane. Pretty fucking dandy? Pretty fucking dandy. That's awesome. How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm getting pissed off at these people driving. Um, I mean, like, how many people are going to just, like, stop in the middle of the road? Like, I understand when you actually, like, pull over, but... Are are you talking about this because I said I drove a truck today? No, because on my way home, three people just were stopped in the middle of the road. Not pulling over, just stopping in one of the lanes. Just Just enjoying the In the middle of traffic. Okay, so then... Cracking a beer in the middle of the road and saying, fuck this shit? No, like, almost. Let's light a J. I don't yeah. want to text and drive. Let's pull over. Wait, yeah. let's not pull over. Let's just stop. Yeah. What are you doing in your car? You're lighting a J, texting, driving, and drinking. Damn. Yeah. I don't know who these fucking you people got some are. In I don't know what bingo? they're doing. Why are they in your car? Well, yeah, like on my way home from lunch today, or not home from lunch, but back to work from lunch, um, as I was driving up the street, these people were just stopped on the side of the street in a uh, Corvette. They just stopped in one of the lanes, got out, and they're just standing there in the street, like stretching. What? Yeah, they're doing yoga in the street. Pretty much, like that's so, what it looked like. Like, like uh, uh, David Bowie and uh, Mick Jagger, like yeah. dancing in the streets. Dancing. Yeah, they were the like, street. yeah, they were taking yeah. up an entire lane of traffic just in the middle of the street, and they were just standing there Wait, stretching. Right Kipling. Yeah, driving driving up the street to go to work. These people were just stopped in the street stretching. Did you say anything? No. Like, I swerved around him and, like, made it look like I was... Are you mad because you didn't say anything? No, I'm just mad that, like, people... People driving, when they're in the car, they... A lot of people, not everyone, I know there's some people out there that actually do good jobs at driving. But, like, people just start... All the consideration for other people just kind of goes out the window. Yeah. And they just 
stop in the street. They pull out in front of you. You know, just all this. I don't know why driving stuff just like annoys me, but it does. Well, okay, I'll tell you why. Because you're 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 on the road with someone else that has the ability to very easily kill somebody else. Yeah. With the vehicle they're in. So people do dumb shit and you're like you feel like you're conscientious about everything going on around yeah. you. You do a good job driving. Yeah. So you would hope that everybody else is fucking doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean that's how my father told me to drive was drive like everyone else is being a fucking dumbass on the road. Don't drive like they know what they're doing. Drive like they don't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Rely on the fact that they have no fucking idea that they're fucking in la-la land going, woohoo. Yeah. You especially have to do that when you ride motorcycles. Oh, can't relax at all when you're on a motorcycle. No. It yeah. kind of almost takes the fun no. out of it. You're like, yeah, idealistically, motorcycles are great. Well, I've been sitting going, okay, is this person going to come out? Is this person going to come out? Is this person going to change jillions on me? Is this person going to speed up? Is this person going to break on me? Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, you're mentally fried by the end of your ride. No, I still feel good after a ride. I've had rides that I'm completely like fried on. If I'm going through like Denver, I'm like pretty stressed the entire time. Oh. Because I used to ride Spear Boulevard up and down. And that, I don't know. Like, yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, I took that spear. Ooh, <laughs> I took yeah, it head you on. Did. You dirty girl. Yeah. No, I can definitely relate to your fuck you drivers. You're an asshole moment because it's just. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about like Kipling between my house and work, but there's it's, almost it's literally it's two blocks. Yeah, it's like there's almost every day, at least a couple times a week, there's just someone stopped in the street. Like last week, I was driving to work. I think it was. I think again, it was coming coming back to work from lunch, and I'm driving up the right lane. And all of a sudden, the cars in front of me just start slamming on their brakes. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I slow down. And we, everyone's like slowing, going past. And there's this girl just on the side of the road. Like she just keeps like going out in traffic and grabbing something out of the street. Like and it, randomly? It, just. It looked like she was picking something up. But she like just in the middle of traffic, she'd just be like walking out there. the body parts. <laughs> well, actually, they look like cigarettes. So I think she probably like dropped her cigarettes out the window, and oh, they like that's one of my scattered everywhere. About drivers, yeah. like if you're sitting in like traffic, and all of a sudden they flick a bud out, like as a motorcyclist. <laughs> like I know people who've had like buds flicked out, and like it, one guy. Yeah, my dad has with, stories of that. that. He had his long, like almost Duck Dynasty beard going on, and the butt flies out, and it wasn't put out yet or anything, and it hits his beard, and he just needs to like burning smoke's going he's like oh shit oh uh, shit and uh yeah he, he about wanted to kill that driver he like flung up behind it took the butt around threw it right back into him yeah like my dad has multiple stories of like when he's on his motorcycle and someone flicks their cigarette butt out the window right next to him like even if it doesn't hit him he still picks it up throws it back at him and just says you drop this and then oh, just I've drives always away wanted to do that except for i want to like empty out like ashtrays from like public yeah. places <laughs> And like, just keep like a little like handbag of like butts ready to go, so that you like don't, no, open you don't, the bag. You don't want to walk around with butts. Don't walk around with butts. Butts in your back pocket. It's like a little Ziploc bag of butts. No, don't be a butt <laughs> bandit. A bag of butts. Yeah, dude, come on. Hey, so really? The butt pirate like you? A sack of asses. Yeah. What? A sack <laughs> of asses. A sack yeah. of asses. Bag of butts. Sack of asses. <laughs> Ass of sack. Yeah. <laughs> Ass of sack. But yeah, I mean, even today coming, like when I was going to pick up food before we started recording, I was driving down past that, um, the car wash down there next to the school. Yeah. And I was right behind you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so right after you went past two people just come walking out of the trees directly in front of me. I had to slam on my brakes to avoid hitting them. They didn't even look back at me. Really? I think at that point you should hold the right to just nail people. Yeah. You know, in other countries, pedestrians don't have the right of way. But in other countries, you have to prove you're innocent of hitting them. Yeah, that's true. So if, if you had a GoPro in your car and all of a sudden they go, boop, like fucking Bambi crossing the damn road and you plow right into them uh-huh. and their left leg is above their head going, hey guys. Yeah. Then you can, if you have a GoPro, you're free of your charge. Like, well, well, they yeah, actually have uh, like dashboard rush? cameras that you can get now. Like I've been looking at them on Amazon because I've mm-hmm. been thinking about getting one. Just to record all this stupid shit that people are doing. Because, like, yeah, this shit drives me crazy. Like, I think in Russia you actually have to have a dash cam in order to have your claims processed. Yeah. That was another thing I was... You, you, you see a lot of videos one. on YouTube for dash cams in mm-hmm. Russia. 
the music they're playing is horrible. If you, yeah. if you watch them, they're horrible drivers. Horrible. Yeah, like almost all those crazy dash cam videos that you see on YouTube, they're like always from Russia. That's one of those. That's one of those things that sh- throws me into like the YouTube hole. You just start going through <laughs> dash, like exactly. Russian dash dash yeah, cam next thing videos. You know, I'm looking at you know babies getting thrown from roofs or something yeah. fucked up. Wow. Yeah, those Russians are crazy. I will say I can honestly relate to your fuck you drivers moment. Just because yeah. like the, well, I think it was a week or two ago now, I had someone really dear to me actually get into a car accident where she got sideswiped. Oh yeah. Where she had a green complete right away and she just got clobbered. Yeah. Where'd it happen? Uh I twenty five and county line. But she was getting off the uh highway going in towards the Park Meadows Mall and some older lady in a in one of those old mobiles, Buick type of things. No, oh, yeah. Big old boat cars. Just comes plowing right into her and just sideswipes her. Takes maybe like half her front and half her like half her front door just right out. Mm. So was but, the car just totaled? Uh, we're still trying to figure that out. Oh, okay. That's still up in the air. Sure, right? Yeah. How's she, she feeling? Yeah, she's fine. She's she a little sore and she's got bruises popping up occasionally. No. But yeah, it was pretty. It was a, it was a rough day that day. Yeah, just make sure she keeps an eye on everything to make sure that like nothing's just kind of like, waiting to pop up. But somehow miraculously, she got sideswiped. Not a single piece of glass on that car broke. What? Really? Yeah. What was Weird. she driving? She no Subaru. Subaru's the shit. Subaru Impreza thing got sideswiped. You and no your Subaru, dude. I I'm telling you, my wife converted me somehow. I was actually. She drives a Mazda. Yeah. Well, we bought the we bought the Subaru for her first. Oh, okay. Actually, Subarus are pretty neat. I mean, they've oh. if you go walk into their dealership now, they tell you about how they have like the only true all-wheel drive because it evenly distributes out because the axle oh, is yeah. like, dead in the center given the way that their motor is placed. It's actually really fucking cool. Yeah. Like that, that's, I, I could see getting a, getting one of those. But I had the pleasure of driving. I can't. You made it through this whole winter in that Civic. That's fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> We only had one. We, we only yeah, we only shoveled you once. Is that front wheel drive? I don't know. Yeah, it's front <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what year is it? Ninety? Two thousand and one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> was it nineteen eighties? Oh, oh okay, here's a good re- driving related question. What was your first car? A nineteen eighty LeBaron. Are you sure it wasn't a Model T? That was a horse and buggy. Hot air balloon. I was <laughs> I was there when they made that. They didn't even wheel. have hot air balloons. <laughs> Yeah, he saw the first wheel. That was his first car. <laughs> He's like rolling it down with a stick, like pushing yeah. it down the hill and back up. Oh. Some bitches were heavy. Yeah. <laughs> get your get your T Rex, jump on the back of the T Rex. <laughs> we rode T Rexes this yeah. <laughs> Uphill both ways. In the snow. In the snow. And you nice. were grateful. <laughs> we were grateful. Uphill both ways. In the snow. You, you packed your leaf your leaf lunch. Guys, I just got the year three T Rex, the, the Chrome edition. That's so cool. The Model Three T Rex. My, my Ram Raptor. <laughs> no, that was a Ford. Was it the Raptor's Ford? No, it's my, it's my Ford Raptor from yeah. the year twenty three. Yes, the Ford Raptor that you had was an actual Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a V <laughs> Raptor. Nice. His yeah. Nissan Leaf was legitimately a Leaf. Yeah, yeah. It's just a giant leaf that you'd. Why well, you guys always bagging on how old I am? Because <laughs> yeah. it's funny. Yeah. So the listeners yes. like it. Yeah. What was your first car? Well, the first car that I had that I didn't actually get to drive with the license was a, I think it was a 1994 Ford Escort. Nice. I actually learned how to drive with that. Um, my dad used to take me out and let me drive it. And it was a uh, stick shift, standard, if you will. Yeah, I didn't actually get to drive that on normal streets. But then after that, I had a Dodge Grand Caravan was the first car that I actually drove with license. How the fuck are you guys going to bag on me about anything? <laughs> your first one was a minivan. Well, what I about need- yours, Chris? <laughs> I needed somewhere to put the wheelchair. The, the the first car I drove? The first car I owned is a real question. What was the first car? So the first car I owned and drove was... That was the same one. The Adrian Baron, yeah. So the first car I drove was my current car because I got it recently. I acquired it from my parent. Uh-huh. It was a 2001 uh, Honda Civic. That completely uh, see, I got up. nothing. I got nothing. And then, I got nothing for that. Yeah. And then the first car I owned that was in my name was a 1966 Chevy pickup truck. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, old yeah. Chevy old Chevy trucks are cool. 
I don't know. The only bad person. I like old cars. I had to put like 400 pounds of sandbags in the back in order to go anywhere in the winter. But man, once I put 400 pounds, I had like three Simones in the back. And all of a sudden, I'm yeah. ripping down the road and saying, fuck you. You're like, oh, there goes Chris. Yeah. Did you have like any uh, like loud pipes or anything on it? No, it was pretty much stocked the entire way besides the okay. stupid mechanic. I got the truck for a super good deal because the mechanic had messed up and put the wrong water pump and a couple of other parts on it. No. And we picked it up because it was doing something weird and all it needed was this and that fixed. Yeah. Well, I put the right part on it and it'll actually function correctly. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they work. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it'll work for a while and you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. They work as good as an O-ring on a space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> Screen door on a submarine. Wait. Where do you put your O-ring? Earlier today okay. we saw... There was you a... smile like a donut and peck like a chicken? <laughs> what? Yeah, smile like a donut and peck like a chicken. I'm not going to do that. I know what you're trying to do. I'm, I'm not doing that. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Don't smile like a donut. No. And peck like a chicken. No. Anyway. We're too smart for that, Chris. Damn it. I know we didn't go to your fancy college university things. Oh, here we, we go. Edumacated. But, yeah, drivers are... I don't... It's like people don't have situational awareness or like spatial awareness or whatever they're not paying attention to things that are going on around them like those people that just stepped out in in front of me as on my way home today what if they so were, were they looking at their phones no they didn't have any phones out would that have been worse if they were looking at their phones i think it's almost worse that they weren't paying attention and they still didn't have their phones out but yeah, I guess it would be worse if they had their phones out because then then they're really fucked. Yeah, they'd probably be like walking slow and. Why just, are you like, wasting my oxygen, around? you stupid motherfuckers? Yeah. mouth breather, mouth breather. Yeah, just yell at them and tell them that the next street they should step out on is the highway. Please go play on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's, strong statement. Hey, go yeah. jump into traffic. I, li- I like that. I like that insult. Yeah. Just tell people to go play on the freeway or go jump yeah. into traffic. <laughs> Just tell them to hold their breath. Hey, yeah. hold your breath. Yeah. Uh, have a good day while you're yeah. at it. Keep holding I-25 today. A fucking, a, like a box mattress in the middle of the road. What? Yeah. So Why? half of somebody's bed was in the middle of the freeway. Do people not tie that shit down anymore? Uh, I guess not. Have you ever noticed when you're walking along the side of the street, it kind of goes along with like a random box mattress in the middle of the street. You're like walking down the road or you're like in like some place. And all of a sudden you see a baby sock just like chilling. You either wonder what happened. Like, where's the other sock? Or where's the baby? Or where's the baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about the sock. Why is there a random <laughs> yeah. single there sock? Like, like any piece of clothing or like you're driving down the road and you're like, oh, there's someone's panties. No. Yeah. How'd they lose those? Or a boot. Yeah. <laughs> the a pair boot of on the side of the road. Yeah. That one makes me laugh. Just random just articles of boots. clothing. Like, were you just mad at the fucking boot? Yeah. <laughs> Chug it out the window. You ever found just one pant in the street? Like one leg of a pant? Yeah, or just like one, one of a pair of pants. One, one pant. <laughs> what is a pant? Just a pant. I mean, well, because they're called pants, so that's plural. You always say a pair. A pair of yeah, pants. Yeah, a pair of I've feet. never heard plural. Pants. What you you're always told to go pant. put on your pant? Yeah, go put on your pant. That's singular. If you say go put on your pants, that's plural. So a pant. What? I guess if you're because are you caught- putting on multiple pants? Do you go and put on multiple pants whenever someone says go put on your pants? I think we could do it this way. If you're like getting caught, you know, teenage style, getting the hum, 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 <laughs> then you're like, oh crap, quick, put on your pant. You yeah. Throw one leg on, you got like one leg flopping out there, and yeah. your bare ass running out the window. You're like, oh shit, sorry, Mr. Dale. Yeah. But you're I guess like, that is when you put on one pant. Yeah, but if you got time, you're like, I'm going to put on my pants, my big boy pants. And then what was the other one? Like, because uh, there's another thing that I like when gloves fall too. <laughs> Did you not notice the fact you're losing a winter glove? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, look, snow. <laughs> Those people probably like trying to reach out the window to like wipe some snow off the side of the 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 windshield, and then like something happens and their glove gets caught and then it just flies off. I've actually lost a windshield wiper doing that, trying to grab it <laughs> as you're driving. Yeah. On the 66 Chevy, it doesn't like click in or stay. It just kind of slid on and like you just hope it didn't flung off. <laughs> so you like, I tried to go fix to get the snow off one time and I loosened up just enough. I'm like, okay, I think I got it. I'm going down the road and I see it like start to wiggle more and wiggle more. All of a sudden it just goes, boom. I'm like, well. Windshield wiper. 
Yeah, it was, was just, it raining? Look no, for the was, nearest no, O'Reilly. So just, I've poof. seen that. I've been like, in the well, passenger fuck. seat for that fucking ride. They That's a hairy was, motherfucker right yeah, there. Yeah, they're like, well, I can't see. I'd have this like metal scraping against the window. Yeah, Ugh. my buddy and I were driving down the road. He's in the Ford Explorer. I'm, you know, driving down the road, snowing like a motherfucker. He reaches out to like snap the fucking thing, and and he just like basically rips the fucking windshield wiper <laughs> yeah, off, and it falls out of his hand. Next thing you know, it's just one. One little inch long line that he's <laughs> yeah. looking through, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die!" <laughs> my my brother, uh, he drives a jeep, and the passenger side windshield wiper it's missing the spring that holds it against the <laughs> holds it against the windshield, <laughs> so it does nothing. Yeah. So the last uh, last winter when we were going to to Pitkin for um, Thanksgiving, it's snowing, and we're driving through the mountains, and like I can barely see out of the passenger side because it's just like barely. Like it touches on some spots, but then like the majority of the windshield, it's not touching the windshield. You got three lines. Yeah, where the middle, the top, and the bottom. It's not even the middle. It's like the top and the bottom, and then sometimes a little bit more on the top. <laughs> it's almost like his windshield has different like it like it sticks out further in some spots, and then it actually like meets the wiper. But yeah, it's funny. Asshole texting drivers who are in the car and they like start texting. I'm like, te- they're not texting just like a little bit. They're texting at the next great American fucking novel. Oh yeah. And your first thought is, well, fuck my life. Have you ever seen someone actually just reading like a that. book while they're driving? What? Yes, I have, and it was in college, and people were like reading their chemistry books on the way to class, and like chemistry books like fucking. They're, they're big. They're big. They're I've heavy. seen like soccer moms driving down the highway with like a fucking Daniel Steele novel or something. Do they have kids there in the car? Probably. Because if they have kids in the car, that's what I'm honking my fucking ass yeah. off. Like, pay the fuck attention. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Fuck My Life. Is that what? Yeah. Fifty Shades of Batshit Crazy. Fifty Ways to Go to Hell. Yep. In a handbasket. Like, these people, they, like, get so complacent or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but they just get so used to driving that they think that well, I think they we can were, do it while they're sleeping. I think we were talking about this. They're not driving Tesla. So do you have... It's not a self-driving car. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting pissed about that shit in LA <laughs> because people are sleeping on the highways. Yeah, There's, that's yeah, unfucking real. How do people think that that's a good idea? <laughs> have you ever? Okay, have you guys ever? Do you purposely like, been two, like two people in two different cars? You pull up on a three lane road, right? Each car pulls up next to the other car that's in the front, and then they slowly start backing up. You coordinate it so you slowly start backing up. The person that's in the middle one thinks they're moving forward. <laughs> oh, yeah. It fucks with people. There's uh and we know what code does in his free time. There was one time, I think it was like right after I got my Magnum, and I went to pick up a couple friends because we were having a what? Dane uses Magnums. I do use Magnums. <laughs> my Magnum needs a Magnum. And I got a 357 Magnum. I actually don't have one of those, but... Yeah, so I went to pick up uh, my friends and some beer, and we were driving back home. I think we were going down Sims, and we pulled up next to these two guys in a like a brand new Mustang, and like I had been behind him before, and they were like trying to race everyone. So when I pulled up next, I was like, they're gonna try and race, and so they started like rubbing the engine and moving forward a little bit. My buddy Brandon, sitting in the passenger seat, was like, pull forward just a teeny bit, just show me you want to race. I was like, okay. And so I just fall forward. I'm just smiling. I'm not even looking over at him. And they're like yelling and like jumping around and stuff. Light turns green and I just floor it and they're still sitting there. Nice. <laughs> and they, they just like they slowly start taking off. And my buddy Brandon's hanging out the window just waving and yelling at him and stuff. Just being a complete maniac. Nice. I'm like, yeah, I got to hit me. I'm just glad there wasn't a cop behind me. Yeah, that's a big ticket. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So speaking Street of racing. <laughs> I went to a undisclosed box car shop and test drove a 2012 Nissan Skyline MR Touring Edition. Oh, nice. Or Nissan Evolution. Sorry. The Mitsubishi? Old, yeah. No. Yeah. Mitsubishi Evolution. Yeah, I was totally just tongue twisted. Yeah, mit, mit, Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Uh-huh. Okay. I cannot say Chevrolet. Yeah, the Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution MR Touring. Mm-hmm. Nice car. Dear God, that's like the most powerful Asian car you can get yeah. in my mind without having to do a whole lot of shit to it because it's off the line that way and I'm with Karen and she's sitting there in the passenger seat and I tell the guy like okay we're gonna you know sorry for how much fun I'm about to have here and don't kill me mm-hmm. <laughs> and I 
peel off the lot and I squeak the tires. Mm-hmm. And then Karen starts squeaking just about as well as the tires are like, ee, yeah. Ee. Is she scared or is she oh, having oh, fun? Oh, she has fun. I, I, I go drifting in my car and she's sitting there going, more, wee, faster. Yeah. So she, she's horrible for like my counterpart in this she, whole You adventure. got an awesome girlfriend right there. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. She's, yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah. What? <laughs> Even the guy in the back, the whole poor dealership guy was like, let's go again. I was yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> But, oh, I squealed the tires, and I was uh, paddle shifting it, and I was able to get from zero to undisclosed amounts of speed that may not have hit or have hit triple digits. So you may or may not be legal? Oh, yeah, I went fast. You went fast. It was disgustingly fast. Got it. And I won't go fast. Oh, good God. And I eventually just stopped caring about lanes because on the way back, it was on this, like, two-lane road that, like, I had all the space for, and I could see, like, way down and way back. I was going, wee from court, like curb to curb, just having my time mm-hmm. doing the curbs. And the guy in the backs, I don't think a car salesman has ever, has ever had such a large grin on his face. Really? He's just in there going, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. So you guys ever play Pac-Man when you're driving? What? Wonka, wonka, play Pac-Man? Wonka. No. Yeah, when you drive down the, the dotted line and you just start going, waka, 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 waka. <laughs> no. I was playing Pac-Man. No. No, I've never done that. What are you guys doing when you drive? Um, I don't know. Texting? Fuck. Apparently not playing. With Reading Daniel walls. Steele novels? Reading Daniel Steele novels? God damn it. Yeah. I need to get my Fifty Shades of Grey on. Your cars that you currently own, what's the fastest you've got them going? Uh, I'd say a solid. I do easily 85, 90, just because I don't feel any safer than that. Is that in the uh, Subaru or the Mazda? Yeah, that's the Subaru. Nice. The Mazda I've had over 100. Nice. Yeah, I think 115 probably. That's she, pretty good. It, yeah, it goes. Yeah. It does, I mean, I think the I think the Subaru would go just as fast, but I yeah. mean, I went I went a lot of miles an hour. I went the exact speed limit. I have never sped in my entire life. I went really fast to that speed limit, yeah. but no faster. I'm ever. sorry. I'm I'm visually autistic that uh I see double digits all the time, yeah. so I'm never quite sure what the speed limit is. I see a one in front of every speed limit sign. Oh, you fucking hot. What are you, traveling kilometers per hour at that point? I knew Maybe. a guy once. He told me that he got a speeding ticket for doing 99 miles an hour over the speed limit in a 55 mile an hour zone. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, okay, yeah, full of shit, much, dick, fuck you. Yeah, I did almost that, but I didn't get a ticket for it. Really? Yeah. Just some back road down in Texas. Oh, was, yeah. All the good stuff happens in Texas. Yeah. So we were, uh, it was me, my brother, my friend Robert, and this other girl, I think her name was Jessica, and we were going to a concert in Oklahoma City. And right before that, like on, right before we got in Texas, my brother had already gotten a speeding ticket because he was doing like 97 going down the highway. And they have the law where you're supposed to stay in the right lane unless you're merging mm-hmm. or, what, or well, passing. It's, it's no different here. Yeah. It's the same here. This was still in Colorado where we were. We were just oh. like down in southern Colorado. Oh, I thought you said you were in Texas. No, this was when my brother got pulled over. Oh. And so he got pulled over for going like 97 in the left lane. And maybe an hour, two hours after that, we were like up in the top part of Texas, just on some back road heading over to Oklahoma. And I'm just like, all right, everyone, we're going to just see how fast this thing goes. And I just floored it. And I got my car with four people in it and a bunch of luggage up to 130 miles an hour on the back road in Texas. Nice. Dane wins. Yeah. Well, you, you got a fast car. How fast have you gotten that going? I've gotten going over triple digits. No. But I, I wasn't driving the car actually at that point. No. That's under its previous owner. I yeah. was just in the passenger seat. <laughs> just remember, they, the, the undisclosed person looks at the car and goes, or cooks me because I'm on my game by going, hee hee, play, play Super Mario, hee hee. Yeah. And he uh, goes, hey, Chris, Chris, look at the speedometer. <laughs> the needle was, you know, somewhere up there, happy, you know, in, in between, was that every 20 for a Honda? Somewhere between one and one, a buck 20? Oh, yeah. There's uh-huh. Like, and I didn't notice. Like I, I had no clue we were going that fast. He like, pointed at kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> so how fast were you going? Oh, that probably was about one fifteen. Yeah, around there. I've been faster than a buck thirty. Yeah. I, I had not. I, I had a crotch rocket. Well, yeah, with crotch Oh rocket. god, that's frightful. 
on a crotch rocket, you're going past that. You know, it actually you hit above. That's like insta death. You're like, you're not getting out of that shit. It actually feels more stable. Like a, than, a fucking frog would take you out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You're gonna hit a bump and like just toad. get launched. <laughs> fucking field mouse walks in front of you and goes, think it'd be vaporized underneath your tires, but then you just go. Whoop, have you seen? Hits. Have you guys seen those videos of like? Um, I think it was like a Formula One car, or something like that, hitting a rabbit. Oh yeah, I think this. Yeah. <laughs> The rabbit just like disintegrates. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and I'd... like the front end of the car is just. There's one I saw that actually it wasn't a Formula One, but it was some like fast car like over in Europe, and it wasn't like rally or anything like that because they were on like a normal racetrack. But a rabbit ran out and they hit it, and it, I think it like took part of the bumper off. Is it Nuremberg? Nuremberg. It might have been. It's Nuremberg with the Weimar on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't even say it like. And not sound German. Is it Nuremberg? Nuremberg. Wait, hold on. Let me get white. Is it Nuremberg? Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Hey, Bab. Is that over by that Nuremberg, Bab? Nuremberg, Bab? Yeah, it might have been somewhere over there. I don't know. That's a cool track. It's got like a couple straightaways that are a couple miles long. Yeah. Yeah, this video, they were like coming right around a turn and... Rabbit just ran out and got destroyed. And that's where all the that's where all the animals are going. On the racetrack. Yeah, why do we have fences everywhere? There's fences everywhere. I think those are to keep people out. Oh, totally is to keep people out. I mean, didn't you didn't you hear about that gorilla? Yeah, oh, yeah, the gorilla. Yeah, which apparently someone had dr- or also jumped in the enclosure to try to save the kid before the kid fell down into the, the moat. Someone tried to jump in. Yeah, I think it was like the father or something. No. Oh. Like jumped into the enclosure, so he's up there with the female silverback, and then the guy on the bottom is kid on the bottom. Is oh out. god, that's so fucking stupid. Well, it didn't, whose like, fault was it? Probably the parents, mom and dad, because they let the stupid kid stand on the, the gate, or they lift him up and then oh, which has happened in the past. Is that what happened? I don't. I don't think anyone's figured out how the kid dropped. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's. How did he? Up. I mean, dropped into the enclosure. How did he get through the fence to get to the enclosure? If it's like the ones at the Denver Zoo, it's literally like a fence, that, and the drop. So if they're standing on the fence or they're trying to like look farther in because they're too short, so as opposed to lifting your kid up, you put them on the fence line and they just pull, bloop. Fucking stupid. Like, I don't know how, how they are, like these enclosures and stuff are nowadays. I haven't been to a zoo in a while. But I remember some of them they'd have, like you'd walk up to the enclosure There'd be like a bar railing in front, and then right behind that, there was like a raised, almost like a planter area where they had like bushes and plants and stuff. And, and then they'd have the bush. Then yeah, and then they'd have the drop off into the like moat between that and then like where the animals actually are. Mm. I don't I don't know if they had it at this zoo where the gorillas were, but I mean, wouldn't they? Like, wouldn't they have to just, like, put the kid up there and then let him, like, wander around and then you just fell off? Well, like, I'm, I'm sure there's probably, like, probably two sets of fencing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, it, but it's down low so that you can look down onto the exhibit, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, so the parents, it's the parents' fault. Um, they should have been paying attention to their kid. Well, kids are quick. I mean, there was somebody that did say that. You know, the kid said something, the mom said no, and then boom, in an instant, the kid was through the fence and falling, like, right away. The last time I checked, you're legally responsible for your kid. Yeah. The cops come to you. Okay, so, but we killed a gorilla. Yeah. So, was it the the gorilla? Did the gorilla hypnotize the kid to make him jump over the fence? I don't think they have that power. Yeah. Yeah, jump into my enclosure, child. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say it's the parents' fault. What about the fence? What about the enclosure builders? Did they, like, I don't know what the fence or any of this stuff looks like, but, I mean... I'm not familiar with the Cincinnati Zoo. If the kid squeezed through the fence, then the fence is not doing its job. So it the fence wasn't properly tested. Or not properly constructed or designed. Okay, I mean, so, you can easily fit through the ones at the Denver Zoo. They're just two bars. What? How far apart are they? Like, well, when I was... Fourth, third grade. It was from the ground to your knee, and then from the ground to your knee, or from the bar to your knee. So they're like three feet up. They're not meant to be a wall. It's just meant to be a slight speed bump to get just, to the gorillas. Just to kind of show you, like, hey, you shouldn't go past this part. I mean, they need those at art museums. Yeah. People walking in, touching all the art. 
knocking yeah. shit over. Ooh, look, it's only worth five point three million. Smudge. Yeah. Well, great. You just fucking ruined it, you dipshit. I mean, back when I was a little kid, my mom always told me whenever we went somewhere, put your hands behind your back. Keep and your hands to yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't. We'd go like to a museum or something like that, and we always had to keep our hands behind our back so that if we you wouldn't. touch something. What did she do? She'd tell us not to do that. She'd like slap your hand. I don't think so. I think she just said, keep your hands behind your back and like just kind of verbally scolded us or whatever. And then, Was your mom a cop? No. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. My You're dad, getting no my, food tonight, motherfucker. Put your hands behind your back. My dad was a cop and a firefighter. Nice. Salute that man. Yeah. He started out, I think he started out as a cop and then became an arson investigator and then just firefighter, engineer driving the trucks. Nice. That was always cool because then like in elementary school when like the fire department would show up so that all the kids could see the trucks. Mm-hmm. That was my dad. Yeah, you got to get on the truck yeah. probably, huh? Yep. Oh, I get to sit behind shit. the steering wheel. Yeah. That was the one that always like it to got to go up there, put the <laughs> put the fireman's helmet on and yeah. made Those, me feel special. Them sons of bitches are hot. What? Fireman helmets. Oh, yeah. I thought you were referencing all those calendars you had yeah. in your office. Them sons of bitches be hot, yo. But the thing that gets me is Jack Hanna defends the Cincinnati Zoo for killing the gorilla. Yeah, so I mean, w- what does he say that they should have? I mean, he so he's saying, yeah, he's down. saying they did the right thing. Yeah. So I think he's talking about at the moment when there's someone in there and the gorilla has the gorilla is actually able to grab the person. The zookeepers don't really have that much. Like they can't really. They have literally one option at that point. I mean, the, the tranquilizer gun, if they had used that, it would have taken five to ten minutes. And yeah. they, yes, there is no mm-hmm. saying what could have been done. And the moment that that tranquilizer hits the gorilla, it's probably going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to become quite agitated. Unless the gorilla leaves the boy alone. Well, I mean... Did like you put the, a rope down and have the kid like wrap around the rope and just lift him up? Like there, There's bound to... Could have been any other option. Yeah. It's just they weren't being patient because you had 80 people over the enclosure going... And, yeah, the parents are probably hysterical screaming and making the situation worse. Yeah. So how do we prevent let's 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 say how do we prevent this? A better fence would probably be good. I mean, what's the point of a fence if it's not gonna keep people out? If it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, but there's so many fences. Why do we need more fences? What do we need a zoo for? There's already a fence there, but it's not doing its job. So if we just make the fence do its job, that what would have solved the problem. we just get rid of the fence? Or if the parent had done their job. The fence might have been doing its job, but the parent enabled something. Yeah. Something happened and the parent didn't do the parent job. Yeah. And the kid ended up in a moat with a gorilla. Congratulations. We need to bring back here. leashes, like children leashes. <laughs> Like remember those well, leashes? In the 90s, you'd always skiing to Colorado. You'd always like go to a, a, a fair or whatever, and there was always like the gigantic lady with like thirty kids on a leash, just I, walking down the midway. I never had a leash. My mom just tied me to the Brontosaurus. Yeah, my mom just tied me to Dino Gun. <laughs> no, what basically what I'm saying is, so what if we got rid of the zoo? But then what would we do? We do with all those animals? Uh, like, put them in the fucking wild. They're so the critically extinct ones that are already having problems, and you're rehabilitating in captivity. You don't need you don't need a zoo. Them into you don't need a zoo to rehabilitate the population of a species. No, but like these animals that are in the zoo, I mean, they're not used to like going out and hunting for themselves, getting their own food. They're used to someone, a zookeeper, putting the food out for them. So if you just all of a sudden put them out in the wild, no, I then, understand that. I understand that you it would be you would like phase it out, but eliminate zoos yeah like well i don't know how exactly how easy it is to then retrain an animal rehabilitate an animal to not depend on humans for food and to then how do you teach like a lion that's been raised in captivity that's depended on someone giving them meat all their life you can't teach instincts that are humanly destroyed yeah how do you how do you go and teach them how to hunt for their own food if you're a human, if you get in the cage with them to try and do that, there's a good chance they're going to try and attack you. Like, how do you train them to, like, if these if animals? If they're born into the wild, then they wouldn't need that. Yeah. Or they're injured. But you were, you were talking about these animals that are in captivity, putting them back out in the wild. No, you would, no, you phase out zoos. I'm not going to say fucking end it, ship them all off the yeah. fucking wherever. I mean, you're, you're going to have to phase them out. Yeah, you have valid points as far as the feeding and the instincts and the hunting. 
But get rid of zoos. You, we can find a way to do it. Yeah. To eliminate kids falling into fucking pits with dangerous animals. But do zoos do zoos have an educational benefit to go and like see these animals and learn about them? See them interacting with other animals? Sure, but the that's same not species? the only way that we learn. We could also do sanctuaries. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of good sanctuaries but then we, out but there. But then we're eligible for poach due to the black market. Yeah. They're going to have poaching issues and things like that. I mean, if Cecil Lyon was taken out by a dentist who didn't want to pay the government. If you yeah. could, you could have huge wildlife preserves. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are, I don't know how many, but there's a good amount of them over in Africa. Like oh, yeah, but we keep talking about these fucking kids falling into exhibits at the zoo. So either we get rid of the kids, we get rid of the gorillas, or we get rid of the zoos. Have you been Something. to the uh, carnivorous, what is it, carnivorous wildlife place up in... Uh, Northwest Den- or Northeast Denver? Oh, it's a no. I know what you're like talking about. Though it's like a refuge for yeah. animals. But Cheyenne, it's called Cheyenne something. No, that one's the south. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Cheyenne uh, Mountain Zoo. But the, there's one that they have all carnivorous animals: snow yeah. leopards, leopards, mountain lions, bears, bears, and all, all sorts Duh, of things. bears. And like in that case, it's it's zoo like, and you are propelled in the air by what 50 feet, and you're walking on this platform overhead, and that like they have a fence, you can climb over that. Yeah. No, but, but it's a 50-foot fall to the ground. You're probably going to die on impact. If we yeah. could Break find a neck way and all to a wolf is on top allow of you. them yeah. to live naturally. But like, they, but those can't live naturally. Like They rescue bears from the circus, where they cannot physically function as a bear anymore. Yeah, a lot of those sanctuaries, yeah. they're, like, they rescue animals from like people that thought that they could keep like a tiger or a lion as a pet. And then it got too big, and maybe it bit someone. Hey, those are my favorite hey. ones. Like the guy who did keep a, a Bengal tiger. He's like, yeah, I'm going to sneak a Bengal tiger in the States and kept it. And then it mauled him. And he's like, oh, no, my Bengal tiger attacked me. It's like, well, no fucking shit. Yeah, it's a wild animal. It's got instincts that's had since whenever they first started existing. That, like, tigers, if you, they're, they attack from behind. So... You turn around, they're going to attack you. Like, they can be acting all fan, like nice and happy and stuff. Like, if you're on the other side of a fence and you walk up to him. Like, there's this guy on, uh, like, he was on um, Vine at first. And then, like, he got on, like, YouTube and uh, Instagram. And he goes by the name Big Cat Derek. And he works at um, the Care Cures Texas place. I think that's what it's called. Uh, care it's like a animal sanctuary like big cat sanctuary pretty much and like there's some of the cats he'll walk up to he'll be like filming him on his phone for vine or whatever and he'll walk up to him and be talking to him on the other side of the fence and they'll like walk up and they'll like be making like happy noises and like rubbing their face against the fence like acting all affectionate the moment he turns around and starts walking away they're like trying to jump at him like trying to jump through the fence so that's and that's what he does like he is the whole place they rescue like big cats that um like people had thought that they wanted to keep as pets or like um last year they just got a couple bobcats that um i think the first one some kid found just a baby little baby bobcat just by itself after like all those rains that they had down texas then they got another one i don't know where where that one came from and then I think a little bit after that, they got another one that someone had as a pet that they couldn't take care of anymore. And yeah, they're wild animals. You're not, you're not supposed to keep them as pets. They need to stay in the wild. Okay. So you've got code over here saying zoos need to be phased out. Yeah. You can have, we've you got can got have Dane. preserves and sanctuaries. Well, huh, huh. We've got that. We've got Dane thinking of, you know, other alternatives, educational and things like that yeah in these sanctuaries i mean that's the only and, times i've ever gone to the zoo were for educational purposes with school and then the one thing i think that we're leaving out of the equation is the animal perspective as horrible as it sounds like we're viewing it from a human perspective yeah like and that's one thing jack kind of said as well there's human lives and there's animal lives and that's what kind of pisses me off here is that we've automatically thrown ourselves above and beyond because we're sentient yeah but the one thing that we don't think about is the mental effects that these zoos or captiv- or captivations, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is having on animals. Like, I don't know if you've seen those YouTube videos where the gorilla goes apeshit on the glass trying to break it or the lion is trying to fucking destroy the kid on the other side of the glass. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, at least from my standpoint, is we need to not necessarily phase them out, but reformat how we're doing it and actually give land to all of the animals. 
Because right now we're only throwing it to, okay, elephants are making money at the zoo. So Toyota buys a $50 million project or $500 million, whatever it was. And they get a huge new exhibit. Okay, monkeys were doing well. Okay, polar bears are doing well. So the animal space is going to the money makers. It's not evenly distributed. I mean, if you look at the mountain lions, they're in a small little enclosure compared to the tigers or anything else. Yeah, so, I've seen like go some zoos you go to, there's like leopards and stuff that they're just in small little enclosures. They're just pacing back and forth and you can just look at them and it's just like you can literally watch them go insane because they're just stuck in this small little spot and sometimes they're by themselves. They're just alone in this little cage, people watching them, and like you so, just feel bad for them. So, yeah, what's what purpose are they there for? I will argue against you on this one, but not necessarily for zoos. I will argue aquariums, day in and day out. I went down to Atlanta, Georgia a couple weeks or a couple months back. Mm-hmm. And went to the, what is it, Atlanta Aquarium, or I don't know what it's officially called. It's like the aquarium or something, or the A. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time in my life I'd ever seen a whale shark. And that thing was cooler than shit. Okay. And and they actually had a tank that fit the animal comfortably. That it could fit, it could swim, it could flip, it could do all of its stuff. So it can do everything that it does in the wild. Yeah. Except for travel the thousands of miles for reproduction purposes. But they rescued it as well. They didn't just grow or go kidnap a whale out of the ocean. So I would say if you have something like that, you, yeah, a, a preserve, a sanctuary, something that you're taking, you know, an injured wolf and putting it in, you know, one of these things to rehabilitate it and then put it back out in the wild. Well, wolves are hard because if they form the pack that they're in at the sanctuary, you can't necessarily rip them from the pack because they might die immediately afterwards because they can't reintegrate into another one. Well, yeah. And then they turn in, they get hit by a car or something, and then they turn into deer food or something. Carnivorous deers, folks. The walking deer dead. Yeah. yeah. The circle of life. It's the circle of life. <laughs> yep. So, so you don't, you're not sure where you stand on zoos and, and I think it needs reformatting. If anything, I think zoos as an educational purpose is amazing. Having certain knowledge about animals, I totally walk around and think, oh yeah, I could totally take that thing down to the right. Okay. I, I, I believe in zoos. I'm not saying I don't believe Mm -hmm. in zoos. It has to be extremely similar for the, for whatever animal it is in whatever enclosure they're in to be similar to their, what they're used to. You know what I mean? Like I would imagine some of the bigger cities, like Atlanta, Georgia is the number one aquarium. Like I would imagine if I went to the number one zoo, it would be fucking massive. I'd have to hike around it and like stay in three different wings of the place. And that would be freaking amazing. And they'd give proper space to these animals. But coming from Denver, we don't have the most amazing zoo that has the most amazing spatial plot. Like they only have X amount of space between five points and, and the edge of Colfax. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I personally think it comes down to space. Okay, so what about all the cows? Do you eat do you eat ground beef? Oh yeah. So what about what about all the cows that are like crammed in warehouses and chickens and shit? You're gonna eat ground up lion? Or is that where you're going with this? No, what I'm, I'm saying is, they're, I mean, connected. they're they're what what makes a what makes a gorilla or anything like that any better than a cow or a chicken? Well, it's cultural importance. I mean, if I was Indian, I would think, holy cow, that's horrible. Right. Yeah. And I'd, I'd want all these cows in nice fields. Uh huh. But I do also try to go out of my way not to necessarily eat. So we're categorizing slaughterhouse cows. I try to go and try to eat like it might be more expensive, but go get the green fed cow with the, with the funness and the free range. Like, well, why do you eat free range chicken or free like get free range chickens, free range chicken? You eggs. know what's really good is free range almonds. Oh. <laughs> Free-range almonds. Yeah, free-range almonds. You know, the, the milk that those make when they're free-ranged, those are probably the best. Free-range almond milk definitely tastes better than the caged. Yeah, that caged almond, like, yeah. crap. It's garbage. Ugh. So, okay. Caged, corn-fed almonds. So, who's who's at fault? Is everybody at fault? So, we got, we got parents. We got fence. Mm-hmm. What about the kid? Kids are fucking stupid. When a... Human baby is born. It can't do anything. It can. It doesn't really even have control over its arms. Its arms just flop around. Literally, they can't. It's a big like, sack of flesh. Yeah, and but then like other animals, like when they're born, sometimes hours after they're born, they're already walking. There is an article out in the open here that clearly states that 
this isn't the first time someone's fallen into a gorilla issue. No, oh no, no, that, it's happened. That this before. has been a normal thing. I mean, I have, I have a couple issues. things that go along with this that we can talk about. But there, there have been many instances that have been documented here. Like in 1986, a five-year-old British boy fell 12 feet into a concrete strip, knocked himself unconscious. The gorilla came over. Everyone's screaming. The gorilla didn't hurt him. The gorilla tried saving him. Yeah. So everyone mm-hmm. here jumped to the occasion and shot the gorilla down. You don't know if the gorilla was like I don't. I'm not a gorilla aficionado, so I don't know. You know, if the gorilla was displaying a stance of like I'm gonna fucking smash this kid open like a watermelon. You don't read Gorilla Aficionado Weekly. No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't subscribe to that. Oh. Yeah, there was a there was another situation. I don't remember when or where, but. I mean, a kid fell through an enclosure, fell into, you know, whatever, and the monkey carried the kid to the opening of the door and, like, gave it to uh-huh. one of the workers. You I dropped think, this. Yeah. I, hey, I, fuckers. I actually just found that. This is not my banana. Yeah. In, in 1996. So, what, we've got 1886, now 1996. Every 10 years, we're having a gorilla incident here mm-hmm. that's, like, stolidly documented. Where a three-year-old tumbled into the Brookfield Zoo outside of Chicago, and the female gorilla who picked up the unconscious kid rocked it, cradled it, and then carried it to the zookeeper mm-hmm. and put it down in front of her. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a video of that. I think I remember so, being in that video. I honestly think <laughs> you were the gorilla. I honestly think the <laughs> no, zoo. No, I was the kid. Oh. Damn it. I honestly think the zoo jumped to the gun. What zoo? The Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, you think so? I think they li- literally jumped the gun. They got trigger happy and went, oh shit, lawsuit. Well, is my I, there's a part thought. on video where we don't, I mean, we have no idea what was going on. Oh, yeah. So it's just from what I've seen already. I mean, the kid, the girl was standing over the kid. And to me, that's okay. I'm protecting you from whatever the hell just happened to you. Yeah. Would have been I, different I if the kid was knocked unconscious on the fall. I, I didn't call her. What was his name? Harambi the gorilla? Uh, I don't know. Nah, I, don't know. Was, I thought it was H. It started with H. Harambe gorilla. The only thing I've seen on this is I saw a short video. I think someone posted on Reddit. And the only thing I saw was because it was like in like a moat that actually had like a little bit of water in it. Like a yeah. foot of water or something like that. Yeah. The only thing I saw was the gorilla over on the left holding the kid by the leg, and then it just started running and dragging the kid through the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just ran a little bit, Harambe. and then it just kind of stopped. I don't yeah, know I saw, what else was, it was doing. But. There was video where he went, I mean, he ran, I don't know, 15, 20 feet. I think he was standing over the kid again. Yeah. He, he was pulling the kid, and I think that's what they intended, like thought was It looked freaky. It did kind of look... But if it's got a normal, like if it's got a gorilla kid and it's going to be doing the exact same thing, you're not going to be like, oh, look, he's carrying his kid or he's going to throw it over his back. Like it's not going to be like, whoop, whoop. It wouldn't be as like, oh my God. I don't know. I've never seen like a gorilla carry its own kid. So however, on the plus side, the police is actually investigating the parents. Yeah, I, I, was, I saw some articles on, on the internet today that like they were talking about potential lawsuits. Oh, every oh. which way. Like they kick the kid out on the fucking enclosure or what? It's going to be a huge investigation as to what safety was provided by the zoo. Like, it really... They're, they're going to have to investigate every which way to find liability. Is Was the safety yeah. enough? Was the kid at fault? Did the, only, the, did the only parents thing try anything to stop the them? Oh, yeah. The gorilla innocently got shut down. So, I mean, you so throw something in front up. of an animal, Silver, it's going to investigate it. Silverback lives matter. So the parents fucked up. The kid unknowingly fucked up. He didn't know any better because he was stupid. Uh, the fence makers, enclosure, zoo, designers all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so in all that... The fucking gorilla, the only one innocent, got killed. So we live in a world now where everybody's going to point fingers, nobody's going to claim responsibility, and everybody's going to be out to sue everybody else. And that's why we're so fucked up. Exactly. I, I mean, that's part of why we're fucked up. There's a lot of other things that contribute to why our society is so fucked up right now. I mean, look who's fucking running for president. We're fuck bubbles. Okay, so my question is... What, what do you see the animal rights activists doing about this? Because they're fresh off a win from SeaWorld. Oh, yeah. They're fresh off the win. What did they win in SeaWorld? SeaWorld's finally going to stop having, like, they're going to stop the generational breeding or whatever it is. That, they're, okay. that they have an end date, essentially. That they're not going to push past their current set of whales or whatever. Or they're releasing them at a date. Oh, okay. That when they die, so they're, they're phasing them out. Yeah, and that and that's been years and generating. I got a dry socket. I got a dry socket at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. I had my wisdom teeth out the day before I went. Oh, yeah! Gosh. I was drinking out of a straw all day at this fucking SeaWorld. Got home and I had the worst fucking headache. 
Fuck SeaWorld. Still on on all the painkillers and shit. I was on ibuprofen. Dude, I was in no. the Navy. You could fucking Ugh. chop your fucking arm off and they're going to give you 800 milligram ibuprofens. Here you go. It'll mm. work. Of course Just it will. Just take four. Yeah, there was one time I was in the hospital and I had an IV in my right arm and it got infiltrated. So that's when the IV was still in the arm, but it popped out of the vein. And uh. so it was just pumping all the fluid directly into my arm, just what? the meat of my arm. So you just got buff all Ooh. of a sudden? Yeah, yeah my just arm just swollen. started like, it looked like my arm was swelling up, but it was so freaking painful uh-huh. that I couldn't sleep. Like I was sitting there like it was almost a relief to try and pull my hair out. Wow. Like that almost made it feel better. And so I was talking to the nurse like, I need something for the pain. This is driving me insane. Pain insane. <laughs> but yeah, and then they brought me a Tylenol. Uh-huh. And I was like, Tylenol's not going to do anything for this. Did they charge you $15 for the Tylenol? Probably. I didn't even take it. I made him take it back. And I was like, I need something better. And so they brought me a, a Percocet. This is my argument. This video right here. It's a video I took of the whale shark. Have you ever the, seen a whale shark? Well, you might have because you were in the Navy. I have never seen a... No, I've never seen a whale, sh- whale shark. But, I saw this video, though. Whoever took this is a badass. Yeah. It was actually me. It's on my phone. Why'd you turn well, it? Yeah, then, because it's... Oh, dude. Really? Because I wanted to get the full size of it into the... Well, that's, you got to turn it sideways to start with. Yeah, you got to... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it was going to be so huge. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. <laughs> but it was just so majestic. I've never seen it in my life. And it was just like, ooh. Like, I almost wanted to go back to school to study marine biology at that exact point. You know. But what they have, I think it's, I think they said it's like 16 Olympic pools wide. Whoops. And it's like, it's huge. Yeah, that's But the gigantic. glass is like 12 feet thick and it's ridiculously huge. But yeah. That, that, that's what I do. I do, it's, like, it's, it's I do like our, our uh, Denver Aquarium. It's got some pretty cool stuff. And there's some it's things small, in sweet. there. It's small yeah. but sweet. Like, it, like once you go to a big one, it, it looks dinky, but... I haven't been there for a while. I remember they actually did have tigers there. They have them still. They got rid of uh, little snow, like these leopard the leopard ones. Yeah. No, the snow leopards. And now they have like a one or two Bengal tigers. I got to see it swim. The Bengal tiger? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I was there and it was asleep and I was so bummed. But the, they, that has a huge enclosure. Yeah. Like they got like rid of a fourth of their chunk of land just to put it in. So just another couple things. There's, There was a... In China this happened. There was a Lego statue of a character. I don't know what oh, the character yeah, is. Did you that. see this? Yeah. It was the, it was the, the fox guy from Zootopia. Yeah, exactly. And some little kid... His parents made him go pose with it, and he knocked the fucking thing over. Yeah. Destroyed it. Like, what I heard was the guy spent, I don't know how long, building this thing. And it was like a life-size thing. It was as tall as the guy that it built it. It was like it. three days. Yeah. It's a $15,000 it, statue. Yeah, it yeah. was worth, valued at $15,000. They had it in some Lego, like, experience exhibit or something like that. Yep. Like, right after it opened, it happened. Yep. Like, within a few minutes of the place opening. 15 minutes. Or yeah. no, I think it was an hour. It was open for an hour, and then it got knocked over. God. So, well, the, and the the guy that built it didn't even press charges. Like no one pressed charges against the kid or the parents for destroying a fifteen thousand dollar. Well, it's okay. Lego thing. Oh Is it fifteen thousand dollars? Really, it's a Lego fucking statue. But. Is that $15,000 worth of statue? Of time. Is it $15,000 worth of plastic? Of time. But you have to include three days. time for production. He did it in three days. I don't Maybe. know if that would be $15,000. No, I don't think so. I mean... Unless he had to pay for rights for it. I, I, Maybe I a couple how. thousand dollars. Maybe. Maybe. So, and then I saw another one where not, not a child this time, but a full-grown adult is in... A museum somewhere, Pennsylvania, I think. Mm-hmm. And the dude touches a, a clock. It's like a sculpture clock, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah, he touches it on the wall, knocks the fucker off. Yeah, you were showing me that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen things like that. Yeah. Are you, I mean, so it's not just, is it like we're fascinated with shit? Is that why we need to have a zoo? I don't know. Like... We're tactile, I would suppose. Yeah, like people just, for some reason, feel the need to touch things. Even if you have signs everywhere in like a museum or something that says, do not touch the art, do not touch all so this stuff. So we're a bunch of curious Georges. Yeah. People just feel like they need to just like start like touching the paintings or some shit. So 
Zuzer Zuzer necessary then obviously because of because of our nature we need to have that yeah that's why we need the Museum of Nature and Science that's why we need the the Museum of History yeah so we have something that you know something's presenting us with something wonderful yeah you know what I mean well I mean like like all the archaeologists and stuff they find all these like cool artifacts in the the pyramids or whatever all these tombs and stuff and so then they have traveling exhibits that go around the country to different museums for a like period the of samurai time. exhibit yeah that and so then like you have different events that you can go to at the museums and like a lot of times they last for months at a time so you have time to actually go multiple times if you want to, if it's something really cool or something that you didn't get to see everything because it was too crowded. And being able to see things in person that you don't normally get to see. Like you wouldn't have any other opportunity unless you were one of the archaeologists working on mm-hmm. working on these tombs or something like that. You wouldn't be able to see any of these artifacts. And so to actually have museums and stuff like that, places that you can go and actually see the detail without touching it, like you're not supposed to touch these things. Like a lot of the stuff's really old, really, really fragile. So we need to have a barrier. Yeah, there needs to be a barrier between things because people are gonna want to touch things. So maybe but, like a plexiglass. But now things yeah. are like the museums are coming forward and helping you, and the zoos are coming forward and helping you understand like what you can and can't touch. Yeah, because I'm at like the zoo now. They're especially the Denver Zoo. Their new director, their like version of a CEO or whatever you want to call it has been pushing a lot towards revamping the zoo. Like, what is, like, what is education? What is this physical side of it? And they've been, like, buying or, like, acquiring dead giraffe skins. Like, okay, this is what a giraffe feels like. Don't go out and fucking rush the giraffe. Things going to fucking trample you down. Yeah. But this is what a giraffe feels like. This is what this feels like. The zoo's been doing it. The museum's been doing it. Like, the Nature and Science Museum was, I think, the first people who really did it. Where you stuck your hand in and you like felt something weird or something tactile and you're like, no, oh, yeah, I remember those where felt. they were like dark holes and like you couldn't see what's. No, in that there. shit was on Flash Gordon. You don't stick your hand in that fucking hole. Yeah, oh, yeah, bit your hand off. But they're they're moving into more of that age of getting that style of learning almost attached to the museum, and then it's going to be hard. So to, a hands-on style. Yes, and yeah. it is like rather hey, than it's, visual. It's got like a hey look sign. But I, I've also hey, look, seen don't people. Touch it. Like I, I spent time in Spain in the Golden Triangle, so I'm at the Prado, which is like the third or fourth largest art museum in the world. And I watched someone touch a painting, and then they got promptly escorted out and prosecuted. Uh, on a side note, did you hear the the Louvre maybe flooding? What? Yeah. How does the Louvre maybe flood? There's well, there's art, there's art in the Louvre that is in danger of getting harmed by flooding. Yikes. Yeah. Is it like slow flooding over time or is it like... I think they're having some torrential downpours. Are they? Man, that, that's actually really scary for a lot of that stuff because it's irreplaceable artifacts. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and a lot of it is large and powerful. I don't like... Do you all know uh, Pablo's Guernica? I don't. Uh, you've probably seen it in a book. It's the large painting he painted to protest the Spanish Civil War. Okay. Which ironically is the uh, one of the paintings i believe bush gave his go to war speech in front of at the un was in front of a painting that was like hey don't go to war was it a copy of the painting or the no, actual it was, painting? it was the real thing it was it was relocated afterwards that the spanish government had required it please don't let the u.s president stand in front of this it was kind of fantastic but come on really guys what's the coolest thing you ever held besides your dick <laughs> i i'm gonna have to think about that come back to me code what's the coolest thing you ever held um is it could it be something that i've done like i mean the helm on my ship i was a master helmsman so i got to drive a you know something longer than a football field you know i guess it's something i guess it's just whatever you can possess in your hand is i mean like i've held a hedgehog that was pretty fucking cool i've held a chinchilla that was pretty neat but it's not the coolest thing um those things are weird as shit though Probably there's there's a chip. So I was walking down one of the P-ways on the ship one day. Yes. And this guy, he comes out of one of the doors and he hands me this. He's like, just out of nowhere. He's like, here, hold this real quick. And I'm like, oh, okay. I thought he was going to do something, but he just looked at me. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want? He goes, that is a, I don't know. It was like $300,000 piece of equipment. <laughs> it was like a fire controlled something doodad for a sea whiz 
$300,000. I'm like, dude, please take this. Yeah. I do not fucking want it. Yeah. Do not give me this responsibility. <laughs> yeah. If I drop this, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was in a Pelican case before I knew what a Pelican case was. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that. I mean, I've held a 44 Magnum. I've... I don't really know what the coolest thing that I've ever actually got to hold was. How about real quick? I'm gonna I'm gonna sidetrack it for a second. What's the most amount of money you've held, like actual cash? I think no, I've never busted a cocaine deal, so I know I can't beat you on this. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know. I think the most money like I've ever held in my hand at one time was probably like six thousand dollars. And that was the down payment on my condo. Okay, well, my my tops is not, it wasn't my money, but. I mean, cash, I mean, not a check, because, like, checks, I've had held checks that Those were publisher worth more. clearing yeah, house checks, checks don't probably. count. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I paid my tuition with a check. Yeah. That was a pretty penny. How about cash? Most cash you've ever held. That's the kind of thing you remember cash when you're like. purchase would have probably been well, my no, truck. Not, it, it couldn't, no, my, my scooter was a cash purchase. Okay, a couple grand. Well, 1100 Yeah. <laughs> Okay, a grand, <laughs> a grand, yeah, and a some. grand, yeah. <laughs> buck ten. Um, you well, you know, I worked at, I worked at the soups. Yep, right? at and the I soups. told, I told you the story about the dickhead not fucking sending out the deposit for a few days. <laughs> so you tried to poison him. So I, I did not poison him. I gave him liquid X lax that he did not drink, and somebody else drank, and I gave that person. So you poisoned diarrhea. someone else. I poisoned someone else. You gave him shits by proxy. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, no, it was just like a proxy kind of a shits. little older lady. She wasn't not older. She retired after a few years, but you, you try you poisoned an old lady. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. She did not like me for a long time either. I wonder anyways, why. Anyways, yeah, you gave her shits by proxy. Anyways, <laughs> so so the guy he he didn't send out the deposit for a few days, so the deposit got up to like eighty three thousand. So that's that's the most. It wasn't my money, obviously, yeah. but eighty three grand. Not bad in cash. Not bad that's for a cholo. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the whitest fucking cholo ever. From Wisconsin. I'm a, I'm a white cholo <laughs> from Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. All right. Coolest thing you ever held, Coolest Chris. thing I ever held, and it was so nerdy, was a piece of Mars. Piece of Mars. Yeah. How did you hold that? Because there's a there was a meteorite that crashed into Africa that a lot of uh, the ast- astronomical community was able to buy a piece of. And you can still buy a piece of it today, but it's only about two milligrams is what you get. Mm-hmm. But my, my professor at the time, he had like... Like a decent sized rock, like it was kind of like a good chunk. Yeah, and it was a piece of Mars. I got a decent sized rock. <laughs> yeah, your kidney stone. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah, it was a good like chunk of rock, and I was like, holy crap, this is a different and planet. And you, you got to like physically touch it with your bare hand. It was in a case. Oh, but it's still like holy crap. Yeah, you still got to hold it. Yeah, because That's... you didn't want to like contaminate it. You didn't want because you can't contaminate a rock, but you didn't want to like degrade the preservation yeah. of it because technically it was a rock and it will eventually erode. Yeah. But oh, it was so cool to be like, oh, this is a piece of a different. We're gonna planet. get hit by more of them. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I mean, Black. you can handle that rock all day long, and it's not gonna go away for a couple thousand years. There's gonna be more. Well, folks, it's about that time to sign off. We here at Metalfish want to thank you for listening to our podcast and sticking with us. You can find us at metalfishpodcast.com. And you can also reach out to us at MetalfishCast on Twitter. You can find me personally on Quamasis on Twitter. And Dane, do you have one? I'm at ArcTurk on Twitter. Code? I am code underscore pendency. Y'all have a wonderful week and stay safe. And see you guys next time. Stay away from the fucking zoo. (laughs) Fucking mic drop. Don't actually drop the mic.